they could expect, you know, to see somebody who's playing the instrument and singing, you know, um, that's as hot as me, you know, that looks as good. So, uh, <laughs> so and as humble uh, as you. Yeah, exactly. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. How are you, man? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm chilling. Look at you. Look at you with the full frontal nudity. Yes. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what inspired that day in the bathroom mirror <laughs> you know i feel like you know I'm, i never really show my body like that and i was like there's so many dudes always shirtless and stuff and i was like i want to kind of you know try one out <laughs> <laughs> you were feeling yourself you're like you know what today is the day i'm gonna drop one <laughs> yeah i was like you know and i'm promoting the album and i'm like what's better promo than sex you know sex sells. nothing nothing here's what i want to know who got the unedited version of it because i know nobody that someone, someone got it nobody i'm gonna accept that answer but i'm not i'm not gonna believe it <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for your time today man we really appreciate you thank you for having me and congratulations on a song that is just absolutely blown up man and become like one of the songs of the summer i mean that's insane how fast a song can connect with people isn't it seriously it's a it's a blessing man so you've been doing all this for a minute, man. I heard that you uh, got started. You like wanted to learn to play the guitar because of Guitar Hero. Is that real? <laughs> yeah, that's real. What songs were you crushing on Guitar Hero? I mean, you know, it was. I think that was Legends of Rock. So it was like, I w- and I would just play it at my friend's house until I got my own. But at Miles' house, we would play Legends of Rock, and I was super passionate about it. But what songs? They had like Sunshine of Your Love on that one and like Barracuda, uh, Cliffs of Dover. That one was really, that one really uh, pushed something in me. (laughs) It was so, it was so hard, but I had, I absolutely had to get it though. I'm like, uh uh-uh, I'm not. It is hard, but I mean, what do you think is harder? That game or the the actual guitar? (laughs) Probably that game. (laughs) 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 <laughs> i love it so you started playing uh the real guitar how old were you i was like 10 10 or 11 one of those okay and what were the yeah. first real songs you were starting to play uh well you know everybody learns so that was like the first riff but i guess the first like song was like i think american boy god what year was that at like 2008 it had to be yeah yeah, I feel like it was around then. So you started producing for other artists. Um, how, how did you get started with that? Like, how do you, how do you find artists and, and, or they find you, you know, when you first start out like that? Because you were producing yeah. for some big artists. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. man, like, talk about who you were producing for and, and how those relationships came to happen. Well, you know, it all started with the internet. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my first opportunity and you know they got me started and I'm, I'm in that band and um you know i think through that show me you know how to do it first off and then like mac miller was the first person actually that um i produced for and those ideas because Jetfield came way later but i was making stuff with mac when i was like a teen i have ideas from like literally the first time i met him and i was literally like 16 16 yeah i was 16 and they, they kind of just showed me you know how to do it and 
from there, after ego death and all that stuff, I would just kind of meet different artists and just be like, hey, you know, if you ever need beats, you know, I'll produce. And I was and they're like, oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I produce for the Internet. And then they're like, oh, you know, and so I was just kind of a little bit of capitalizing on the moment. But um, sooner enough, I didn't have to say that anymore. But a lot of my first ideas came from ego death being such a such a thing for like artists. I think a lot of artists really, really um, loved that album. And people did, too. But I think it really connected with a lot of artists that I wanted to work with, at least. So I would just kind of say that liner. And um, they'd be like, oh, word, like, get my number, like, da, da, da. And I, um, that's, that's how it happened. And then with, yeah, it was a lot of different connects because there were, like, other producers that I worked with, too, like DJ Dahi. You know, that's how I got on on Damn with Kendrick because I was making stuff with Dahi. And then Ezra I worked with from online. Like, I'm, I'm very, like, uh, I, I don't like middleman stuff. I like to hit people directly so i hit i remember i hit ezra on twitter and i've been a vampire weekend fan since i was a kid like would watch their shows on youtube and uh he replied and i was like oh my god (laughs) you know and then we we ended up meeting and i worked on that album and i'm vampire weekend's first feature they ever did what about like when it comes to you know doing your own music what what sides of yourself are you like most excited to share with the audience that maybe you could not have shared when you were doing things for other artists just you know the energy man is is different it's different what i do for myself is different for what i do for people i kind of like just like collect all my experiences and then just apply it to okay how can i make this mine and i think too they could expect you know to see somebody who's playing the instrument and singing you know um that's as hot as me you know that looks as good so uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, and as humble uh, as you (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly as humble um no but i think you know um yeah it's cool to keep the band and live music thing alive you know how many songs you got on your album 10 how did you get it down to 10 because i I am almost certain you had a ton of them right 200 and like 50 or something holy bro real i didn't think it'd be that many (laughs) Yeah. How do you get it down to 10? I'm very feeling based. Like, I really have to, like, love it for, like, a while. And then I'm like, okay, cool, this one. Because I like from I like to make things that, like, last. So the way that I, I do that is just I keep listening to, to it. I keep listening. And if it ever starts to be like, oh, uh, and then I'm like, no, I don't like it. And then I just scrap it. Um, but these these 10 felt really special to me. And they were being moved around here and there. Maybe I'll bring something else back. But um, I was very, very adamant on the number 10. When you're picking out these songs, when you're when you're making this music, um, do you picture the audience listening to it? And like you get like an image in your head of what they're doing while they hear your song and how it's making them feel. Do you picture that or do you just write for yourself? No, you know, I like to I like to put myself in the audience seat. And maybe that's how I imagine it. I'm like, okay, if I was someone who was taking a sin, like, how would I react, you know? So that's kind of how I like to do it. It's like, I'd like to, it's like I'm playing these switching sides from like artist to audience, you know? Because I think, you know, it's all like kind of the same. Like I'm an audience person to someone. So it's like to not lose sight or not lose track of like 
audience. So like I know how I take in music and like how I connect with music. So how can I apply that to my stuff, you know? So with Bad Habit, like what, it, what are you picturing in your mind for the audience when that song plays? That one, you know, there was no picture. It was just a feeling. Um, and I was just like, this is so funny. Like when I was making it, I was just like, this is hilarious. I'm pretty sure like so many people can relate to something like this, right? And it was just kind of like a joke. Like it was just really fun. And I didn't, you know, I don't think about, you know, like being number one or being number three on the charts, like, those were not thoughts that came to my head when I was making this stuff at all. Cause you know, I just don't think of that stuff. I just make the music. And now that I've done it, I'm like, Oh wow. Like, you know, this is possible. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn, I should have done this a long time ago. I like this right. in the charts. <laughs> right. It's kind of, it's kind of fun. You know, it definitely gives me a little bit more pull. So who inspired that song then? Who were you thinking about when you wrote it? Whose tongue were you thinking of biting? <laughs> so many people, man. Yeah. <laughs> so many tongues, so little time. <laughs> Yo, this song, you know, I feel like I write so funny because I can write. It sounds like I'm writing about one person or one thing, but it's like from multiple scenarios like that I'm like pulling from the write about the scene that sounds so singular. But it really comes from a whole bunch of places. Well, thank you for it, man. Thank you for this gift of music. Um, thank you for, you know, the song of the summer and for doing something that doesn't sound like everything else. It's really refreshing to play your song, man. It really is. I appreciate that, man. I, I thank you for spinning something so so original, man. That's, that's cool. Before you roll, let's do five random questions. We usually uh, ask just basically the same one for all the guests. So let's see what your answers are to these five random questions questions so what right. number one what is the last song you turned up really loud well i was djing last night so i played a whole bunch of songs i think it was bad habit funny enough <laughs> okay who's your biggest role model um god are you religious um or just spiritual spiritual yeah if you weren't an artist what would you be doing for a living i'd be dead you really mean that <laughs> no i'd probably be designing clothes who was your first crush i feel like it was this girl named cheyenne what great yeah. was that? This was like kindergarten. We kissed in the caterpillar. If you could spend one night or go to dinner with the fictional character of your choice, who would it be and why? Pootie Tang. <laughs> I would definitely get lunch with Pootie. That's one of my favorite answers we've gotten so far for that question. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you, Cannon. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon.